Uh, I love Shark Tank. Did you guys watch Shark Tank last night? No, no, not last night, but I've seen it. It's a good show. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, then we got nothing to talk about that. <laughs> I got to start watching it. You haven't started watching that yet? No, I have not. What's wrong with you? I don't know. That's the best show, man. There's two people up there that were asking for like $150,000, and apparently their dad created GameStop. Really? Yeah. And, and their dad gave him $2 million to start the business. I always wanted to work there when I was a kid, man. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Every single shark on the, on the, on the panel was like, what? What do you? What are you here what for? Right? Well, I don't yeah. get it, man. Your dad gave you two million dollars, <laughs> and you're asking for a hundred thousand from us, hundred fifty from us. Jeez. And uh, I can't remember her name. The um, the skinnier, older woman was uh, like, "I don't give money to rich kids." <laughs> she, she was like Good that. She was like flat and simple. A, I don't give money to rich kids. It's a personal principle. Uh, it's a total issue. <laughs> I I work from the ground up. I had to work hard for what I got, and you didn't. See, that's the exact opposite. It's like most people don't give money to bombs. But you're not going to give money to to rich people. They don't they don't need it. But you never really see rich yeah. people beg for money. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, this is what it is. They're begging for money. Yeah. You know, I mean, they have a good idea. They had a good yeah. product that was interesting. It was like a uh, like Febreze and a little. It was a uh, a clothing swipe, I guess you can say. Yeah, a little thing you put in your fingers and you swipe it over your clothes and it freshens up your clothes. Yeah. Revive, I think it was called. <laughs> um, it was a cool idea. Yeah. I like the idea, but it just. Uh, yeah. yeah, but then Tide came out with their little thing, and everybody about that. Oh, Tide has one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tide oh, okay. has one. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, yeah. most people have access to resources that maybe the average person who's coming on Shark Tank doesn't have access. Yeah, to. of course. I mean, that's the reason why they were there in a yeah. sense. Is like you have the avenues, but that's it's kind of BS, though, man. Your dad's the owner of GameStop. You don't think he can make a couple phone calls? Well, yeah, that, no, that's what I mean. Like those guys. The, the, their dad. I mean, they've got channels that other people don't have access to, and it doesn't seem like they're willing to to figure out how to go about accessing them. Maybe he just walked in there like a trust fund kid, like, my dad owns GameStop. Give me 100 gone. No one's going to give that guy any money, especially yeah. if he says right, it's from GameStop. Right, with that, that kind of attitude. So I, I, I think most all the sharks were out except for one, which was Lori. She was the yeah. QVC queen. Okay, So yeah. she, she picked them up. Oh, okay. Yeah, all so right. she's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. Because you guys are ridiculous. I'll do it. Because <laughs> everybody, even Mark Cuban was pissed off. He was yeah. like, get out of here. Yeah, get out of here, man. I don't get, you know, blah, 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 whatever. But uh, it's just a fascinating uh, show. I just, I, yeah. I like it because, you know, you get thinking about maybe everyone's got ideas. Everyone's got something they want to improve something on or yeah. maybe create their own thing with and everything. So Get out of that nine to five. Yeah, man. I mean it's, job. it's pretty cool to see what people come up with, you know. Yeah. Like, and and the reasonings behind the sharks are very smart. You know, yeah. they have the you know, it's a good idea, but it's not I don't think it would be well received by everybody. It might be more of a niche market type thing, and you know they have the smarts for it. That's a, it's, a, it's a great how, show. How many show. ideas do you think they have to actually go through um, to get one good one, or possibly that one good one? I mean, there must be like a thousand guys walking in there for money, well, and the, maybe one well, they, the screening first. Yeah, I say, yeah. what's the vetting process right. before you actually get to TV? Right, I'm sure there's got to be a little heartstring story attached to it. Yeah. Um, which I can supply that. I've been broke. So <laughs> I think you uh, need to have some sort of plan. They're probably looking for some sort of business or development plan. But, you, you know, know, of course, but you know, sometimes they throw people on that show and they're like clueless. You know, they're, yeah. and, and the sharks are like, why are you here? I don't that's, get it. You're not even ready for us. Value. That's the entertainment to the show. So, so yeah. throw a couple of guppies in there. and uh, It's the same reason American Idol shows you all the auditions that are horrible. Right. You know, yeah, some people watching and want to laugh. And yeah, because everybody was serious and coming in, nobody watched the show. Yeah. So you, gotta, you have to have the losers in there once in a while. America likes to watch that sometimes. Right? <laughs> we all oh, laugh we were, at ourselves when we do stupid things. Why not laugh at others, too? What, what we were talking about earlier, why TMZ exists um, 
in the first place, we just want to bring people down. So, you know, throw a bunch of losers on there and laugh at them. So. Uh, I was watching, um, I, I don't know if it was America's Got Talent or or The X Factor, but this guy was on stage. I guess he did really bad, and the panel was like, how did you even get on here? And the guy, <laughs> and the guy responds like, well, you auto-tune. <laughs> so like, that was awesome, man. You're I, fake, I'm going to be fake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why that came up, but uh, anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> the uh, Arizona State Fair here in, uh, just started on Friday, yeah. last night. And to celebrate, um, cops had to break up a, a fight and, de- oh. and detain 35 kids. Nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> So welcome to the Arizona State Fair. Yeah, that's traditional there. That goes on every year. A lot of people go to the State Fair. And how do you yeah. make it safe? It's a place for, you know, the, for thugs to go there and show off. Yeah. And the, the surrounding community is not the greatest. No, it's, as, a, it's a bad as, neighborhood. Yeah, it's, it's not the greatest neighborhood. So. It's Smith Town. Yeah. You, you, know, you, have, you, have you have an incredibly, I guess you could say, bad crowd that likes to go to the fair down there. They say 40 teens were involved in this altercation. Only two adults were arrested. Only two adults were right. arrested? And it's because only two adults went there. <laughs> well, it was only two adults. They were 18 <laughs> hanging around 14-year-olds. That's why. The, the uh, teens were detained and were uh, released when the police called their mommies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mommy, come down and pick me up. You're a kid, man. Well, just, just act like a kid. Why are you trying to get in fights and, and be an adult? Right. Well, well, the thing is, when you're at the, yeah, but you're that age and you know, you're at a place like this, you have to show off. Well, yeah. And, and what environment have you grown up in that has right. shown you that that's the proper way to act? Right. Well, every, every you know, state fair, every whatever event goes on, there's always going to be those people to yeah. show off and say, hey, we're the, tough ki- we're the tough kids here. You're not. We are. And what's f- unfortunate is that that's what you hear about. You don't, again, we, we've talked about this before, is you High hear about all the bad again. stuff. You don't get to hear about that good stuff that's going on. Well, good stuff is boring. Hey, right. <laughs> <laughs> Why would, I mean, we were talking about the news earlier, the fact that the sensationalism and, yeah. you know, over, over uh, with, uh, too much fear mongering with everything. And, you know, here's something that makes me not want to go to the safe fair to a yeah. certain degree. It's I mean, damaging. I'll, I'm still going to go. But I think it's a, it's a, um, we 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 grab on to that sensationalism or that type of news, and so the news people are just going to keep giving it to us because no one's doing any, anything to say, you know what, can we have some, some happier stuff that's on the news? You know how you do that? You just stop watching it. Yep. <laughs> and when the ratings go down is when they'll start Hopefully changing they their... figure it out. They'll change their tune. You, you would hope they will. I mean, I don't think they will. Um, again, considering all the news is coming from pretty much one source, I think they said out of all the media outlets we have, I think around the world, I think only six companies own them six conglomerate owners yeah, yeah. news corps and when people Viacom, say yeah. and, and it makes me laugh when people say it's the the liberal media yeah. that They're is liberal yeah, the biggest sure. crack of <laughs> crock <laughs> crock of shit i should say that media. it doesn't make sense because all the media has got to be conservative or at least if you're going to go a line you would say more republican yeah not liberal i mean it's it's more conservative and these people are here to control us you know they're not here to you know yeah they got a different definition of being liberal they're, right they're, yeah they exudiate hippie propaganda from the 60s and go, yeah, we're liberal. And use it against us. Yeah. Um, at the same time, you know, like the, the PC censorship. You could say, you know, uh, ass or shit or something like that on TV now, but you can't mean anything that you want anymore, which is not liberal at all. That's yesterday's Republicans. Right. So, yeah. 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 That's what's interesting is you can say all that stuff on TV now, but you still can't drink a beer in a commercial. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> You can't, you really, yeah, you, they, you never show them drinking, nope, do you? you can't drink beers in commercial, but you can, you know, now you can say ass and shit on, uh, you know, Conan O'Brien or whatever on TBS. He's, 
you know, ass and shit all over the place as far as words go. Same thing with those cable shows, you know. But you can't drink beer during a commercial. That is, that's funny. It's backwards a little bit. That's, that's, I didn't, I didn't realize that before. Even after the really funny commercial with the Doogie Howser kid, um, Neil Neil Patrick Patrick Harris, Harris, where he's promoting Heineken or something like that. Right. And he's like, hey, you know, Heineken won the beer for best light beer. And he goes, oh, but you can't drink. So I'm going to stand over here. And then he. He disappears, and you hear him taking a sip of the beer off camera. Oh, oh no, geez. I haven't seen that. <laughs> so that. That just reminded me of that. You can't. It's, it's you weird sh- to me. Here I, here, I got an idea. Here's how you can do that. You can, you can resolve that problem by having someone drink a beer on the commercial and then just underneath it say, do not attempt. Yeah, right, like when they have the cars that are doing crazy things and they say this is a yeah. professional driver on a, on a closed course right. to not yeah. home. That's my. That's okay. You talk about air it out. I, I, I have a, I have a problem with that because why are you showing me a car doing things that I can't do in that car? Yeah, right. No, right. <laughs> well, show show me what I can do in the car. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're showing me stuff I can't do. No, that's not cool. Show me stuff that I can do. You're just making fun of us with that commercial. <laughs> right. Exactly. You can't do this. Oh man, it's it's ridiculous, man. All right. Speaking so speaking of air it out, real quick. Yeah. Because uh, with the whole mic situation, I kind of lost my thought there. But my air it out, too, is the just I'm tired of political ads already. Mm. But, you know, that, that might be another topic for another time. But, you know, I can't I just I'm tired of every other commercial on TV now is some Arizona Republican or Democrat bashing the other one about how much, you know, they do wrong. But the funny thing is, is like the follow-up commercial, let's, okay, Kirk, Ann Kirkpatrick, here's a perfect example of one. She's got a commercial of her stomping the ground i put my foot i put my foot down i put my foot down and so then the next commercial yeah and that was her pro commercial i'm ann kirkpatrick because i you know when congress wanted special privileges for health care i said no yeah and, and first of all side note is you should say if congress gets it everybody gets it yeah. so, so that's and she and she and us or herself are footing the bills for so much more. Right. That she just wants to hone on a little thing that gets Republicans going, yeah, my taxes, my yeah, insurance, exactly. my stuff. So so the follow-up commercial was against Ann Kirkpatrick, and it was her foot hitting the ground, yeah. and it was she was stepping on taxpayers. Yeah. So they're using – so and then you got to imagine that Ann Kirkpatrick will come back with an ad saying, no, no, that's not what it is. So they're spending a lot more money almost defending their own ad yeah. because someone's attacking that ad. And, and that's what bothers me about the ads. Yeah, tell, and telling us what they've done in the past and how bad the other person has been has done. Don't I don't care. I want to know what you're going to do. I, I don't care about how bad you think the other person is. It, to me, that's a big turnoff. That's well, my problem. We're getting, it just turns me off. Yeah, well, we're getting commercials um, from the uh, candidates themselves, and we're getting them from these third parties. Yeah. And these third parties are the ones that are, are really negative, yeah. really bad. The ones that are paid for, for by like the Democratic yeah. National Party or Republican Party. Or yeah, something. yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous, and I, oh. I just think people should understand who the people you know who are running, you know, and understand that we have a big governor race here, uh, Fred Duvall and uh, Doug Ducey, uh, Ducey um, <laughs> who, who, by the way, who by the way has been endorsed by Sheriff Joe Apio and uh, now Governor Jan Brewer. So, if that doesn't scare the crap out of you right away, I don't know what would. Because if you're getting endorsed by people who screwed up this place already in the first yeah. place, that just tells me more of the same's coming. It, it te- it, what it tells me is that those people are endorsing you. So at some point, bef- you know, prior to them endorsing you, there was some sort of conversation. And now, yeah. guess who's pulling this guy's strings behind the, the yeah. behind the scenes? You right. Know? It's like Vito Corleone making Sheriff, favors. Sheriff yeah. Joe just gets one more governor or one more somebody in his pocket, so he can do what he wants to do. 
I, I yeah, I don't uh, I don't understand it. Be- yeah. It's it's sad. Okay. It's sad because the guy bothers me. Well, the thing is too is like you know, and Fred Duvall used to work with Jamboree, mm-hmm. so it's like he's the lesser of two evils. But all we're getting are these two people to choose from. That's another sad point, yes. and that that continues. It continues on this two party system, which is dividing our country even more. I mean, adding a third party. I don't would that divide it even more or you know would that wake other people up you well, know and I just think you know you you ha- you want that third party in there that independent person who doesn't go by the rules but I think the 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 two major parties control so much of what's going on that it's so hard for that third individual to break in and and make any movement because there's they don't have the backing um as the other ones and it's unfortunate that most elections now come down to who is the lesser of two evils? Right. So in order to uh, avoid the corruption, what should you do? It's just like not just take yourself out of it and not even and not even vote or anything like that. Because I think I do that with the, the federal presidency. It's like if you vote for that third party, you're giving a half a vote for a Democrat or you're giving a half of a vote for a Republican, still helping them out in in one way or another. Well, we went through it with Ross Perot. That was kind of the first third party guy that came out on the scene, you know, like in a big way yeah. with a lot of support. And then that just fizzled out. Yeah. Well, who's the guy? Uh, Nader's always yeah, up Ron there. Paul. With, the know, Green Party and yeah. stuff, right. I mean, and Ron Paul even went jumped to the Republican side. He's no yeah, longer yeah. Uh, the independent anyway. You know, I don't liberal. care what, what party you are. I, I, I'm, I like to think of myself as more of an independent who listens and then makes the appropriate decision based yeah. off the information. Based off a of common sense. Well, yeah, I'm a certain your, party or something. You're asking a lot, Carl. <laughs> You're asking a right? lot. I man. think that's part of the American society or American culture is laziness, and it's 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 uh, it, it's a disease that's spreading to not investigate, not question things. But I mean, that's it's uh, that's how we're geared to be. We're being bred that well, way. Exactly, you know, exactly. that's the problem. So we're 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 getting the sedated. You know, watch TV. Don't look at the big you know crash on the side of the road and everything like that. And just keep your eyes straight. Keep shopping. Everything's yep. fine. Everything's fine. But when that collapses, I mean, that's going to be. Well, I won't have to pay my bills anymore. (laughs) So that's kind of a good thing, I guess. We're headed in an interesting direction. I don't know what direction it is, but we're headed in an interesting direction. And at some point, things are going to, like you're saying, things are going to go south real bad. Well, and I hope, you know, if it goes south, I hope it doesn't go south in a, like, a really scary way. You know, I would like to see it go south in a way where, you know, the, 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 the jig is up. We were on to you. We got you. You're done. Revolution. And, yeah. like, but a more of a peaceful revolution, yeah, you know? It's going south in a good way as far as, the, you know, the, the, the government and the people who control the government moving out of power and the people who are questioning things and understanding what, what the true democracy is and what the true society should be like, hopefully those people rise up and, you know, the other area goes south. Well, but, and you hope so. And what I think, too, is, that, you know, our government, I think, has been hijacked. And I think the actual running of our country is being controlled by the people we don't want in control. Federal Reserve. Right. I mean, all these things, these corporations who are controlling everything uh, are hijacking our country. And and our country and our government and our congressmen, our senators and our presidents are just letting it happen. And that's that's the real issue. And I think once we wake up to that and realize that this has got to change. And I think we all feel that. Otherwise, we we do. Yeah. And we wouldn't call it the game of life if we didn't uh, feel it because it wouldn't be a game. It would just be a life. Right. But uh, so we you got words like Illuminati or New World Order, which I think are more just as as a, a metaphor 
of the outcome of what's going on. We have no control over everything, over anything. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I still think those exist. Yeah, sure. <laughs> a man behind a desk making decisions, manipulating things. Right. You got to get rid of the people that. behind the scenes if you're going to change anything. You know, when I think of Washington, I think you got to get rid of the lobbyists. If you want to change anything, you got to get rid of the people who are throwing down the major box. Right. Convincing yeah. these congressmen who supposedly swore an oath to protect us. Sure. And up uh, just throwing that out the window. Right. Taking the, that, you know, they convince them that taking their money and doing what they want to do, you know, for themselves is better than, you know, just doing your job and filling out the American public and figuring out what's right. I think if we can get control over our money again and get rid of centralized bankers and have the balls to lock them up, we can get most of our country back, most of it out of the debt. Forgive everybody that got into debt, that, uh, Got uh, bamboozled by their well, bank loaner. AIG, A- A- aren't they? Um, uh, oh, the aren't they suing? Yeah. Aren't, they're suing because the, the the deal they got wasn't a fair deal. Jeez. That's they're I'm, suing. You know, speaking of getting a fair deal, I read an article yesterday about a Wells Fargo employee who emailed the CEO and told him he he wanted a ten thousand dollar raise and that the, everybody in the company should get a ten thousand dollar raise because the CEO made. 20 million that year and Wells Fargo had record profits and that's the reason that the CEO should give some back to the to the people who make the money for the company right but then in the article it goes on to say you know but I know that's not going to happen pretty much because you have all these stakeholders and shareholders that you have to please so you got to give them the money instead corruption and it's yeah and I just thought it was interesting the guy made a good point you know we, we do all this there's plenty of money that you have made over this past quarter that giving $10,000 extra to each individual employee as a bonus wouldn't hurt the company. And they wouldn't make a dent. You know, but no, they can't do that kind of a thing. And apparently this guy still has his job. Well, of course, you'll keep his job too. Well, I, it's, just, it's sad. And, uh, you know, again, like the wake up is happening. I think more people are, are, in, are, uh, are in the know of that they're getting their royal shaft. Yeah. That's becoming more obvious than now than it ever has been. And I think the internet for that, mm-hmm. for making that happen. So the awakening is happening. It's just a matter, because it does, you know, no matter where I go, everyone is aware of what's going on. Yeah. So there's nobody, so when you see it on the news and they're, and they're selling us all this crap, nobody's really buying it. It's just, no. the thing is, is we're not in control of the news. And I think we know deep down as far as economy goes, you, it, it's not a Republican opinion or a liberal opinion. It's a mathematical fact. Right. We're in debt. You can't keep raising things. You can't keep printing money and it expecting us to all be all right. It's sad, man. Yeah. And I hope we uh, I hope we do wake up a little bit to this, and I hope we can make some changes and in a peaceful way and, and start realize. And really, what we got to do is make these congressmen. We've got to hold their feet to the flame. Yeah, Congress and Senate and, and everybody in the executive branch has to be taking like, yo, we're watching you now. Take the money out you of know? politics, and it's yeah. it's almost gotten too big. Um, too big to fail. Sure. <laughs> We've seen how that happened before. we got uh, too many politicians offering their blessing to the highest bidder. Yeah, and, and you, you mentioned, uh, you know, when we had the big breakdown in 2008 and everything and the banks got bailed out, mm. that would have been a perfect time to reset everybody's credit. But they couldn't do that. They no. can't do that because why should we get everybody a free, yeah. free ride on this one? Banks were just handing out loans left and right and not worrying about... Uh, yeah, I was guilty. I got, I, got, I got into that. Most next. people did, and why wouldn't you? I mean, because you were used to the way things were before, where a bank was actually honest. Right. Being, yeah. the banks, their banks were being very predatory in yeah. their, their lending practices and giving people loans they shouldn't have been given. And, you know, they were punished of sorts but they were definitely not held accountable considering yeah. that we came in and bailed all of them out after they were the ones who 
Not for the majority, or for the most part, gave the bad loans to people anyways. Right. Yeah. Nobody's being held accountable. Yeah. Accountability's key. That's, that's the issue. That's, I mean, if we started holding people accountable, this country would change almost overnight. Well, you know, and, and the way that we do that, you know, is, is, is people don't think it makes a difference sometimes, but the way that you hold them accountable is you vote them out of office. Yeah, but you know what? The voting system is, we kind of do electronic voting. Yep. How the hell did that even get passed? How in the world do you convince somebody that we're going to use a computer to vote? Yep, you saw malfunctions I, all over the internet uh, with it, that thing. Hacking? I, yeah. I, I just, it's unbelievable that that is what's in charge of our country. People like that making decisions like that. It, it just, it's, <laughs> it's sad is what it is. It's disappointing. It's, it's disappointing. And it, Bill Maher said it best when he said he's embarrassed about his country. Yeah. It's embarrassing. And, and socially inept, so now we have to have voting things that make our decisions. Right. And then the people capitalize it, hack it, yeah. and you wanted to vote for this guy, it switches to that guy. Pretty soon we're going to be texting our votes. <laughs> yeah, you, you know that, votes. right? Yeah, yeah. Text your vote now for... <laughs> the 555-99. But each, each president would have to, like, or at least people running for the office will have to do something special for your yeah, vote. Right. It'll be like American Idol or whatever. They, you know, something will come up on the screen and says, vote for this president, text five, whatever. Right. <laughs> you can vote as many times as you want. Oh, uh, man. It's <laughs> Disgusting, man. 